and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday. It's finally Friday, Rick Vernon. Yes, it's Friday. I want my eight minutes back. <laughs> you want your eight minutes back? Well, by golly, you're going to... Let me tell you what. Well, let me tell everybody first. Uh, let me set this up. This is episode 814. It's hour two of 814 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. You heard John Dawson and Jonathan Massey in the last hour. And I got to tell you, and nothing against Mark Panicelli. Love Mark Panicelli. He's our regular Monday or a regular Friday guest here on the show. But when I had when I got you booked yesterday, which, by the way, you're just the best, as you always are, I said... I want the whole second hour with Rick Vernon. So that's why we usually do the birthday game in the second hour, but I moved it to the first hour because I just wanted to sit across from Aww. you. And, us, and I mean that sincerely. I usually, if longtime listeners of the show will tell you, we usually do the show. Uh, the birthday game is the yes. end, especially yes. the end of the week. And you do. Uh, so. And, so glad to have you. And you know what man. you said? It's eight. Uh, it's eight fourteen. Yeah, well, eight oh nine right now. Eight show eight. Oh, no, oh, oh, episode eight fourteen. <laughs> Not yes. what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's eight episode eight fourteen. Eight. Can you believe they had that uh, that uh, our friend Jason Bryant and Tony? You know Tony yeah. Denton, I'm sure. Uh, uh, Jason Bryant, I yeah. do. Well, yeah. Uh, can you believe they've let me do eight hundred fourteen shows? What the that heck are is they thinking, amazing. dude? Amazing. Oh. There's so many things I want to talk to you about. And, oh, and I, ah, I had to get a new credit card. Okay. Do you oh, only okay. and people who will delay your, either your last appearance or two appearances go. So, uh, we go to, uh, Myrtle beach over new year's. Okay. God, okay. I got so much to catch up oh, on. Yes, with we you, do. Uh, yes, Uncle we Rick. Do. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I, we go to a seafood restaurant. I pay for dinner. I walk out and I mean, not even 20 minutes later, I realized I left my card in the, in the restaurant, um, go back to the restaurant. Of course, nobody has, so I have to cancel that and cancel everything. So they send me a new card. Wells Fargo does. Yes. I'm not going to go through all my digits, but just this, you should be proud of me. When I'm getting ready to tell you, Rick Vernon, the third set of numbers on there are five, six, six, six. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about that <laughs> i get that card and i'm like uh, and i almost it took a picture of it say, it and i've not and uh, like this is where i'm saying you should be proud of me i didn't send it back i didn't you know yeah. say hey i need another card because anyway nah so are you proud of me nah, i'm proud the, of you the, the brian before you and i talked about that that day yes. three or four months ago whenever it was i remember would have sent that card back and be like, there's no way I'm going to have a card with 666 nah, on it. 666 ain't got nothing on you. It's just numbers. <laughs> I knew you would get a kick out of that. Uh, that is, man, that is weird. And now, so like, I, I've i had to, you know, redo everything. You know, my uh, direct TV, my power bill, or not power yeah. bill, my direct TV, uh, gas bill, everything. There's like five or six bills that, you know, that I get automatically yeah, yeah, taken out yeah. of uh this account and so i've had to every single and every time i type that in i'm like rick vernon would be very proud of very proud of you (laughs) oh my god for people who don't know i was really scared and i've always been i'm 54 years old i've always been scared of 666 i mean if my car if the odometer is on 66.6 or whatever and i pull in the driveway 
I, You're going to circle the block. Exactly. I'll back out. I'll circle <laughs> around the block and come back. But you had that was a very good show. I need to link that show so people know what we're talking about because you yeah. went for about 25 minutes that day, and you broke down. I mean, it was like a clinical, like a coach, <laughs> like a coach breaking down. You know, this Brian, there's no reason to be worried about this. It's da, 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 and yeah. I just I, I really appreciate it. You know, you're you're welcome. But you know, one of the things talking about numbers when you yeah. said this was eight fourteen, yeah. you take eight and one and four, 13. totals thirteen. Yeah. And a lot of people think thirteen is a bad luck number. Well, thirteen is a good luck number for me because I can talk to. Go ahead, tell yeah. us about that because you talked about it on that six 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 episode too. Yeah, yeah. My wife and our first date was August the thir- Friday the thirteenth of nineteen seventy one. How old were you in nineteen seventy one? Were you born? I was yet? Two years old. Two, all right, there I was you go. born in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. yeah so, so there you go. And then our first apartment was thirteen D in uh, Waldo Village Apartments here in Kinston. Uh, I'm trying to that uh, like Ryan was born on June the 13th. Wow. Uh, so and our first house when we bought it and we closed was April 13th. I mean we got all the and the address was 1335. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved out in the country our we moved out on Highway 58 uh, which is 5, five and 8 13. Eight, yeah. And then our address was Route 9 box 76. <laughs> box, you, you see where yeah, I'm going? I do. And so man it's just been like 13 13 13. So I, I see what I'm, I'm never been scared of 13. Yeah. I'm not scared of 13, but the, nor am I of 666. But yeah. the point is, it's just freaky how it yeah. happens all the time. And here I am on show 814, so <laughs> which adds up. It's going to be 13 is going to be a great show. It is going to be an awesome show in the, in the interest of full disclosure. Uh, we had talked about yesterday. We had a guest scheduled for today. He, he fell through. He's going to be on here with us next week. Yes. And uncle Rick. I, you call Uncle Rick, you ask him, mm-hmm. and you have yet to say no to me, which it is just, just worked out perfectly. You. If this had I been next it, Friday, I'd have been away. Where, were you, where would you be next? Because I'm going on a trip. My wife gave me for Christmas uh, a trip to Nashville, Tennessee. You know, and I'm a big country music fan, mm-hmm. of course. And we've been before, and we've performed out there back in the in, in 1983, 40 years ago. But she gave me a ticket. Uh, she bought plane tickets and got everything set up. She said, you are going to a classic Grand Ole Opry show with classic music. Um, we will be seeing the Gatlin brothers, and we get to meet them backstage. What? Yeah. Oh, you got to post some pictures T- of that. T. Graham Brown. They'll let you take pictures, right? Yeah. T. Oh, yeah. Graham Brown. Um, then we're going to go to Ray Stevens. We're on the front row of Ray Stevens show, uh, and we'll have dinner and be on the front row of his show at Steve, Ray Stevens. I Cabaret. love Ray Stevens. And look so, at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, remember that song, um, Danny Rice did a video for Crime Stoppers, you remember the? Yes, I do because I wasn't familiar with that until just a few years ago. And uh, oh my gosh, oh, man, because of, Barbara Eldon yeah. had asked me about that. Had I ever seen that video before? And it's we classic. got on YouTube. It made Danny Rice a star. It made him who <laughs> he, he wasn't, is. Today. He wasn't a star before that. No, it made him a star. Yeah, it's me again, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> that was the song, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? The, yeah, the streak. Yeah, the streak. Yeah. Oh my god. We, no, it wasn't a streak. It was. It's the guy that keeps looking at Margaret, and so they called the cops. It's, I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't the streak. The streak was another one. Hold on. See, keep talking. I'm going to look it up because now I want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and it was so uh, effective. I mean, we brought in a lot of it's money. It's me again, Margaret. It's me again, Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. me again, Margaret. <laughs> and every time I hear that song, I think of Danny Rice. And I mean, he, he listens up. to the show. You know that, yeah, right? I know. Hey, Danny, he dressed, <laughs> he, he put on the trench coat and that the phone. It was absolutely classic. There's, they did all these videos back then. Here for you Crime go. Hold That's <laughs> it. Was a fella named Willard McBain, <laughs> and he only had just one thought on his brain. We'll listen to a couple bars. This, because yeah. I want to hear you finish this. About midnight, he'd slip off alone and call the same lady on a paid telephone. It's me again, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, is this Margaret? <laughs> you don't know me, Margaret, but I know you. Anyway, tell uh, them what, because the, I don't want to play the whole song. Tell them what the song's about. It's about this guy who's a peeping Tom. <laughs> he's watching Mark. He's watching Margaret. But she doesn't mind, though, does she? Well, I th- she apparently doesn't, but... <laughs> He keeps calling her like all the time. Yeah. It's me again, Margaret. It goes on and on. And he asks her a few questions and it gets quite explicit. But (laughs) in the video that Danny did, what they would do is the community would get together and people would make a video. And I guess we had different folks that helped them do it. And you're actually, it's like a music video, but Danny was pantomiming. So you had to kind of know the song and it was just classic watching the video with that playing in the background. And we raised a lot of money. It was a fun way to do crime stoppers. Yeah. Raised a lot of money, uh, a lot of money. And Danny's, I don't remember anybody else's, but I remember Danny's. Everybody. Well, does. let me tell you, we were at a uh, United Way meeting years ago. This is four or five years ago, and maybe it wasn't Barbara Eldon. Maybe it was. Uh, oh gosh, why am I having a brain fart? Barbara LaRoque was the one that brought it up. Yes, used to be with uh, UN, you know she's retired now from UNC yes. Illinois Healthcare, uh-huh. and she was like, "You've never seen that video, so dude, we're in the middle of a United Way meeting, okay?" Uh huh. And I had my laptop there. She said, look it up, look it up. And we looked it up, and there is a young Danny Rice whose hair still wasn't gray, mm-hmm. had black hair, mm-hmm. and like you said, doing that video, that that was so much fun. That yeah. was so much fun. It, That's it, awesome. But, it, but, it's a, but it's, you get it's to see Ray Stevens. But I get to see Ray Stevens. I, I, what, I, I was sitting here going, how did we get to Danny Rice on? Because yeah. when I see Ray Stevens, I'm going to think, if, yeah. I hope he sings that song. Yeah. But every time I hear that song, I think of Danny Rice. You can't help it. It was just a great video. Yeah. It was like the number one Crime Stoppers video. That is awesome. So uh, I'll get to see him. I'm looking forward to that. In the front row. Front row. Wow. Front row, dinner and show, and right there, I can reach out and touch Ray Stevens. And, I wouldn't do but that. But I wouldn't though, do okay. it. Yeah, because you might get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You might only get to watch a little bit of the show if yeah. you were to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got to apologize to you. Uh, I had sent you uh, the thing. Uh, you know, we bought tickets to your show. Speaking of yeah, shows, the, we bought uh, tickets to your Christmas show up in Mount Olive. Because God knows you can't get shows to the Duplin Winery unless you're in the first couple of hours of doing it. <laughs> but uh, we bought tickets to that and talked about it here on the show. We'd encourage people to go see it. I, I'd like to think that not only did they get our two tickets money's worth, that other people went too. And then 
we got COVID. So that, man, that's I, how I'm going to look back at December. There was about a, I got COVID first, probably right around December 5th or so. Yeah. Linda got it. Uh, I think the day that's when she tested positive was the oh, day of man. your show. Cause we were still thinking, look, we'll just go, we'll wear a mask. We won't talk to anybody. Cause we really wanted to see yeah, it. But then yeah. I was really under the weather. She was really under. So I do apologize, but Hey, what was I'm, it? The Kiwanis I, club or whatever? It, it was the exchange, Mount Olive, <laughs> exchange club of Mount Olive. Yeah. And they were raising money for scholarships. And it, the show went fantastic. And that's the first time, you know, normally we're at the Duplin Winery Bistro doing mm-hmm. the shows. Well, this was a bonus show that the, when we did it as a, as a benefit for the Mount Olive Exchange Club. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the auditorium was fantastic right there on the campus of the University of Mount Olive. And it wasn't, it wasn't full, but it was almost sold out. There were a few seats here and there, and the show. Did went, you look longingly up at the seats where where, where Linda and I were? Well, supposed it was to be? actually <laughs> it was actually when we walk out. Of course, it was dark. I yeah. couldn't tell who was there other than the front row. Yeah, <clears throat> but th- I'm telling you, after the show was over, as people were coming out, we're doing a meet and greet thing. I'm going. Where's Brian and Linda? Oh, they didn't make it. Oh. If I'd have known that. I'd have not stepped out on the stage. I'd have not done this show. No, I did. I thought I couldn't tell oh, during the show. Yeah. And before the show, we were in the dressing rooms getting ready. Mm-hmm. So then after the show, we were standing there meeting, greeting people coming out. And you weren't there. I'm sorry, dude, buddy. <laughs> but you can thank uh, Mr. COVID-19. Okay? I, I understand. It, totally. That's the third time I've had it now, I think. Look, uh, that that happens even at the, at the bistro. Um what will happen is you've got a show coming up and then there's a group maybe of eight and then two or three people get COVID or they get sick. Well, the whole group doesn't want to go. Well, Brian and Linda aren't going. Let's just wait till they get better and they'll move their tickets to another time. Yeah. Of course, this show, you couldn't move tickets, but, um, so that'll, that'll happen occasionally. We've had it happen where we're expecting one group to be there. At, it, it turns out to be another group because one group, there was some sickness or something happened yeah. and they couldn't make it and they just moved the shows. Now we just finished last weekend. We just did our first 2023, uh, spring show, okay. uh, which was the golden oldies, fifties and sixties sold out show show went great, had a great audience. The next one will be April the 29th, okay. uh, April 29th. And, and where will that be? At that will be Drupal at the Winery? Drupal Winery Bistro. Okay. And I encourage folks to get your tickets. You don't have to go so far out with these shows as you do at Christmas, but just I know all of the tables of that they they've got they do it by tables tables of two tables of four tables of six tables of eight all the eight tables are sold out that means your your party group they're already for every show through the through um, this season are already showed out sold out for eight the eight seat tables that is awesome that's when your groups come in mm-hmm. you know like buddies coming in eight 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 eight. All, they're all gone. You know what? You And, again, that voice you listen to, you know it, of course, if you're here in Kensal and North County. It's Rick Vernon. Uh, have you thought about, with you guys doing a show at Mount Olive this past year, mm-hmm. have you thought about maybe Briley Auditorium over at LCC? Yes. It we, could help out uh, the LCC Foundation? Yes, we have. They li- you know, we're sponsored by LCC. Yes, we have. And? Well, here's, here's the thing. We're now, You know how these things work. Mm-hmm. We're under contract. Mm-hmm. With, with Duplin. Okay. So, in other words, they don't want you, don't go do your show here. 
Because it would take people away from Because it takes people away from ah, so, what, yeah. so what we have to do, here's, but it's <clears> like the Mount, University of Mount Olive show. That Christmas show was done after we closed the Christmas show there. Okay. So there was no conflict of yeah. interest per se. And there was, you know, enough time in between. So we have to, we can do that. We've yeah. talked about that. But what we have to do, um, and we're even thinking about doing one for the gate. We're okay. talking about coming doing a dinner show at the gate where the kids will serve the guest will have can the food. I, can I tell you something? Yeah. The Brian Hank show will be a sponsor of that. We would love to be a paying sponsor wow. of that. I'm serious. I mean, I, I, that's one of the things I've been trying to do. We sponsored the spelling bee, this, the adult yeah. spelling bee this past week. I, we've become sponsors of golf tournaments and all this other kind of stuff. You let me know. I'm telling you, Rick, Burn, you let you me know, and I would love to be a part of that. But we got to finish. We got to finish out the, the season. Yeah. yeah. And then we can pop right in around you know, towards the end of August and September, maybe when school starts back and, you know, kids are back in school and it's where they can, we're talking about doing a benefit at the gate. It'll be in the gate. The dinner will be prepared there. The kids will serve. I want to be a part of that. I will let you know. And and look, this, this is the first we've been, uh, I've been talking with the executive committee about this and they asked me, would the, you think the group would come and do this? Absolutely, at okay. no charge wow. for the gate. We would come That's do awesome. this as it was the same thing at Mount Olive. Um, but take my, my money, Rick Vernon. I'm yes, trying, bring it <laughs> to me. Yes, I'm trying to tell you. I want, and, and, would and, love to help the gate. We're going to talk about the gate here in a second. I yeah. want to deep dive into some of the just great things. I know I saw uh, on Facebook you guys have bought some vans. Yes, we just bought two new vans. Yes, we did. Hey, Danny Rice is listening right Hello, now. Hello, Danny. And he said, uh, this is funny. I, I, I did message him. I said, Rick Vernon's talking about you, and it's me again, Margaret. And uh, Danny said, yes, he's listening. He said, ironically, that is his legacy that most will remember. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I mean, listen, and Danny Rice has done a lot of great things in our community. Absolutely. He has. But that is what people are going to remember him for is being a flasher. Uh, the, yeah, <laughs> Danny and I have both enjoyed the blessings and the curses, curses that go along with trying to serve the community. Yes, and and, and especially him, he he does a whole he does a lot for this, a lot that you'd never see. I know, and and that's uh, that's that's the best way to do it. Really, is things that aren't seen but you're back there making a difference so well let me tell you something you got another fan too Jacques Passeleg just uh, Jacques messaged me and said, yes Rick Vernon is the best exclamation point well thank thank How you about Jacques. that thank you very much there you thank go you. let me say I tell you what because I know what's going to end up happening we're going to end up talking I'm going to not get our title sponsor in of our big interview and then Jason Brown will come over here with a baseball bat and hit mm-hmm. me upside the head because mm-hmm. we got a ton of listeners right now so I got to get this sponsor in it's UNC Lenore Healthcare they're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston. For all your healthcare needs, you call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And thank you to Beverly Jenkins. You know Beverly. Yes, yes. Uh, she's our hey, Beverly. Uh, kind of, <laughs> Beverly's awesome. Thank you, Beverly, and UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's get right, let's just jump right back into our big but interview. Can I say this about UNC please, Healthcare? This, please. this is this truth. The last two weeks, I've had two doctor's appointments with two. Two of the doctors with UNC Healthcare. Okay, I'm telling you, 
And then they send out surveys. Excellent, 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 yeah. excellent, 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 excellent. I, I cannot say enough mm-hmm. about the care that I get personally from UNC Healthcare. I just want to put I've that I've sent in. you over there a couple of times, haven't I? I remember a basketball game that you were played. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to bring that up again. And he's uh, still acting up on me. <laughs> Yeah, for people who don't know what we're talking about, it was the very first United Way day of basketball that you yep. participated mm-hmm. in. And I mean, dude, and you're so that was, you want to feel old? Dude, that was 20 years ago. Oh, my 20 goodness. years wow. ago. But a, uh, what, you were, how, you were 50 then? And yes, out there running yeah. up and down the court yeah. with these 25 yeah. year old coaches. Sure I was. And playing well. I'm I'm not saying you were up there, you know, reverse dunking not, and no. all that kind of stuff, but you were running up and down the I was court first string. shooting. I was you first were. String. You first started. String. You started. I started, yeah. And uh but then you heard a what was it how was it you described it to me? You heard a pop and the you pop knew your that day was, heard was over. Th- throughout the gym. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a tire blowing out. I mean, and what was it? It was the whatever that thing the is. ACL? Your, yeah, ACL and the knee popped. And and you were never mad at me. You know, I've got to tell you, if I pop my, I'm 54 now. If I popped an ACL right now, and I was doing it helping somebody, which you what you were doing, you were helping raise money for yeah, the yeah. Uh, West Pharmaceutical. But I loved, yeah, I loved every minute of yeah. helping. It was fun, and uh, yes, I still have trouble <laughs> with that knee, but I still walk five miles a day on it. Where do you do that walking? At Lenore Community College. I love it I every love day. It. I know, unless it's know. raining or below forty. Yeah, or I've got a doctor's appointment at UNC Healthcare. <laughs> there you go, Rick Vernon. Our big yeah. interview this morning, brought to you by UNC Lenore Healthcare. And uh, let's get back to the gate. Uh, you, we yes. had kind of touched on that. Some great things happening over there right now, aren't there? Yeah, the gate. Um, you know, through I'll be honest, through the COVID, we really had a tough time. Yeah, uh, of course, because we couldn't meet. And then one part of the gate is called Boys to Men, lawn care service. And what we would we did, and it was in, um, it was in, it was it was just doing well for several years. I remember when it started. Uh, I used to take uh, my my truck and my my trailer and my mower along with a couple of other guys and Scott Brewer would take a pickup truck and he was kind of volunteering with the gate at the time and what we would do is take a group of young men and we would go out and cut empty lots in the city that look just needed to be cleaned up we'd pick up the trash we clean and then also we would cut yards for people who were elderly and sickly and then but these kids were so are so neat when we'd go up to the house where we'd knock on the door and let them know that we're there to cut the grass no charge yeah this is no charge <clears throat> that we're there to c- cut the grass clean their yard trim their trim their hedges and these young men would get in a circle and pray with the the person who lived in the house wow and then we would go cut the yard and get it ready to go and go back and 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 I would work along, so would Scott and the others. We worked right along beside these kids. We didn't stand there and watch them work, Brian. We worked with them mm-hmm. and trying to teach them, look, these, these are things you can do. You, can, you could even at your age go out and start cutting grass, uh, get your own little part-time job after school and in the summers. And then we even helped some of them get jobs at places like Sweet Frogs, Bojangles, See, you help them get jobs, mm-hmm. but you teach them how to work, too. And then the girls started this thing with helping paint houses. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. Then the, along comes COVID that kind of brings that to a halt. 
then I tried to sneak the guys back out a little bit after COVID was kind of calming down. And then a couple of the county officials said, Rick, might need to hold off again a little while longer. But point being there, <clears throat> that slowed the gate down. Uh, then our executive director retired. And then we uh, brought in Coach Mike, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Fields, who did a great job. Uh, then through that, we got a grant, which required a lot of, a lot of, you know, a grant is a nice thing. It's another blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. When you receive a nice grant, you really have to work hard and get things really. You mentioned that when <clears> you were <throat> on here in December and yeah. you mentioned this. Yeah. And so, you know, we, it was just tough. Mike was working with the kids, doing a great job. And it just came down to the fact that this is, and he, you know, that, that man is so dedicated to the community and he's working with a referee, referee in basketball games and all he these coaches things. some too. He coach, and he's yep. coaching. <clears throat> he was coaching with Bethel. He was mm-hmm. a basketball coach. I don't know if he's still doing that or not. I don't know if he is, but I know he helps on the football side too. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I saw him refing, uh, referee in my, my grandson's basketball game the other day and we, we stopped and talked but then he stepped back and then um out of nowhere um donna hardy who had re- retired says i feel a call to come back i mean this hits me like up right broadside yeah and but in a good way in a good way yeah. and it was at a time that we needed to mm-hmm. to get this grant thing moving forward and remember the gate is only so it's not supported by taxpayers it is supported by churches individuals, groups that want to give to the gate to help keep our programs going. So Donna Hardy wanted to come back. So we did a 90 day kind of trial. Let's see, let's see if this is really what you want to do. And after that, I remember asking her back in, uh, I I guess first, first of this year in January. And I, I, we met with her, the executive committee. And I said, Donna, are you ready for this? And she said, I am as ready as I've ever been. Wow. I feel called to do this. And now on Friday nights, we're, you know, we're talking anywhere from 50 to 60 kids. Lots wow. of volunteers have come in. And these kids, I was there this past Friday night. And I try to go every Friday night that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the gate, um, so we're trying to update the facilities. Now, the city of Kinston owns the building. Okay. But back in 2006, when the gate, the vision of the gate came about, Greg Smith and his wife, Margaret, I think. Yes, we uh, had him on the show here just, uh, in fact, uh, talking about the West Explosion. We had him on and Roger Dale on the anniversary, 20-year I, anniversary. I heard that. I heard yeah, that. On January 29th. I heard that. And so... Um, and I had him on my television show talking about this, 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 look, we've got this vision of a gang, uh, prevention center for young people, a community center for young people. And that's where it was born and began to grow. And we had several great directors that stayed there for years. Wanda was there. And then, uh, Sylvia, Lisa, uh, Sylvia was there. Then Donna came as a volunteer. Then Donna gets full-time, then Donna retires, then Coach Mike comes in, does a great job, and then now Donna's back. Um, And then in that, we received a a really nice grant. Uh, And the facilities had not been updated inside Mm -hmm. nor outside since since 2006. So our vans were worn out. Mm -hmm. They were used when we got them. We needed some new vans. You know, we with the supply chain, we were not able to buy brand new. We ordered new vans, couldn't get them. 
there was even there was no possibility of when these vans would ever be made. So I got a phone call. Can I plug them? Please, please. I got a phone call from now, Bill. You know Jason Bryant, so uh, if I get a text here from Jason Bryant, I'll be in trouble. But well, you know what? Hey, well, ask, what is it? Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. Hit yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So what <laughs> happened is Doug Henry offered uh-huh. uh, uh, a, a, a really nice gift in the, uh, if we would order the vans, he would donate this much to drop this much off the price and yeah. as a donation anyway yeah. um, but they couldn't it didn't happen we waited and waited and waited and we were in contact with bill wells mm-hmm. who's is the sales manager for all of them and finally you know it just didn't look like it was going to happen and and our vans are like limping boom, boom. and we're picking up these kids and they and then not only for friday but the gate's not just Friday, y'all. The gate's all week long. And sometimes these kids need to get from point A to point B, and we try to help any way we can. And it, and so we get a phone call. You won't believe what we, we find. We, find, we found two 2021 vans. And he calls me and says, look, these are like brand new, 60,000 miles on them. I went out, took a look at them with the executive committee. Man, these things, Brian, are like like brand new. Wow. What could you say? And the price was like, look, we'll do this for you mm-hmm. out the door. Okay. We'll take it. Yeah. And so we've just picked up the vans this week. And I so saw this, it on Facebook. They this, look beautiful. Yeah, white vans. Yeah, big white th- vans. This yeah. Friday, when the, when the vans go out to pick up the kids. Tonight? Tonight. That's right. <laughs> that is tonight. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Man. <laughs> uh, they, tonight, that when they pull up, brand new, nice new vans to ride in. I mean, for the kids, mm-hmm. they deserve. Listen, yes, to they y'all, do. they deserve the best. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve third, fourth. Fifth. They deserve. The, they've been riding around in ragged vans mm-hmm. long enough. The, How excited are those kids going to be tonight they, when you pull up in those yep. brand new vans? Let me tell you about these kids. When I when I go, I don't do it every Friday, but some Fridays I'll go around and pick up kids. Yeah, and you know we the two I vans. Think you told go me you did last week. Right? Yeah, I did last yeah. Friday. So you go, you have a van that goes out in the county, uh-huh. and you have a van that goes out in that goes out in the city. Well, I was out in the city, mm-hmm. and these kids is so you you know which ones they are. They want to be picked up first <laughs> so that they can go the entire route, and then after the evening is over and it's time to go home they all want to how can you take the first one home when they all want to ride the entire route mr rick don't take me home yet take me home last yeah i want to ride the entire route because they love being together but some i said y'all somebody's got to be first and so anyway, <clears throat> we're also at the gate fixing to bring in a tutoring program that will probably be starting in a couple of weeks, okay. a big program. And we will be going out in the vans, picking the kids up and bringing them to the gate for the tutoring. It's awesome. What do the kids do on, on, on Friday, Friday nights? Night. Yeah, I just, okay. I'd like, and I, I'm ashamed that I've never been there. I need to come on a Friday. Usually you those really games do. happen on Friday nights. Like yeah, right. You're I'll be working. at ECU this week and then next week at the yeah. ACC tournament. Right. But I promise I'm going to try to get out there. But what is an average Friday night like for okay. these children on, on when fri- you pick them up? All right. On Friday night when we pick up the kids, and, and, and then we don't have to pick up all the kids. Some of them have their parents will bring them or, you know, an aunt or a grandmother. And so they, they get a ride to the gate. 
We, we'll pick up all the rest of them. When they get there, it's kind of free time. When they first get there, they, there's a basketball goal outside, so they really get out there and shoot, shoot some hoops. And then the others go in and play pool. We have a pool table in there. They'll shoot pool. They'll just hang out and talk to each other and visit. And then uh, when Miss Donna is ready for things to start, she calls them together, and we get in a big, this big giant circle. Mm-hmm. And we have a prayer and a blessing because we're fixing to have uh, dinner. We're gonna have. Okay. It might be pizza. <clears throat> it might be Chick Fil A. It. We always serve dinner mm-hmm. or supper, as we country folks call it. And then after supper, um, we'll have what's called. Um, well, we'll have a speaker. Usually, we have a speaker there. Someone to come in and give them a life lesson. Life lesson who maybe has been through a tough time, or maybe were a former gang member. Uh, and that is really a big. Deal. And then they have time to ask questions. Well, tell me what. Are they pretty interactive? Do oh, they ask man. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Brian Hanks. <laughs> it's tough standing in front of those kids. I've done it and yeah. talked with them. Yeah. And then and then we've also broken out. We'll sometimes break out into groups. And like I took a group of teenagers and we went into the conference room just to talk about life. What's going on with you? What's happening? Yeah. Watch, and I will ask them, what is your dream? What do you want to do when you when you get out of high school? What is it you want to do? What do you want to be? And to hear the answers that they give you, it's look, I, we're in we're in great shape. The future of this county and city is in great shape because these kids want to do great things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them don't have the opportunity that maybe you or I have, or others have, or even more than that, they don't have the encouragement. So one of the things we do is encourage them how important they are to the community and that the, the, if they do the best that you can do and come back and serve your community. And, and they get it. They get it. And then, but after, after that, they, they, the speaker, a little bit of a group time, then they come together what's called family time. And they also get some Bible study in, in these things, too, a little Bible lesson. Uh, I'm not talking about an all-out, in-depth Bible study. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't handle that yet. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about the Bible and, and maybe suggest, look, and I've shared with them, look, let me share with you my favorite verse. And then I'll tell them my testimony and why that verse is, means a lot to Rick Vernon. Yeah. Um, but the, in the family time, they will talk about, you know, this is what happened. And what is so neat is we had one kid last Friday, um, great kid, very talented. He stepped up and he said, I want to talk about to the, to the family. Uh, and we're all in this big circle sitting there listening. He said, I, I got in trouble at school and this is what happened. And, and then as a family, we begin to talk about how could you have handled this different? He handled it the wrong way, mm-hmm. but he was willing to listen. And, and, and you, so you, the question was asked, what, what could you have done differently than you did? And he said, I guess I should have gone and talked to my teacher first before I got angry at the other student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have walked away. That's awesome. About <clears throat> how old was this child? Uh, probably 12. Okay. 12, 13 years old, middle school, and talented, plays guitar, plays the horn. Um, And we're also trying to start, um, like, this group where they play music and, like, a little worship team, um, which we're excited about. But we're trying to find someone who would be willing to come in and, like, lead these kids in putting together an ensemble. 
and because we've got these instruments and we're update, we've updated the sound system in there because here you go. We don't want these young people when they want to play these instruments and to sing to be singing on old 2006 equipment. Yeah. We want them to be able to hear what it singing something. You mean, that's me. This is awesome. That's what we want. Yeah. They deserve awesome and they're going to get awesome. And so that's what the grant is helping us to do okay. as we carry out the mission of the gate, which is, you know, comes from, uh, I think it's first Timothy chapter four about, uh, don't look down on me because I am young. And, and talks wow. about, uh, t- teaches them to be confident to go out and to act and to, to treat people like they should and to be of good behavior. And, and th- that's what the gate's all about. It's a gate from what could be to what w- can be. And there's some serious success. And, again, that voice you listen to is Rick Vernon. Uh, Uncle Rick, like we talked about here in yeah. the first hour. But uh, you've got some serious success stories, too, with the gate, don't you? Yeah. And I'm talking not just – in the here and now, but I mean, you guys have been doing this for several years. I mean, you yeah. got kids that have gone on to college. Share share a couple of those success stories. With uh, us. Uh, well, one I, and I don't mind mentioning his name is Jonathan Bryant. Jonathan okay. came in when uh, he was like uh, eleven or twelve years old, and he was uh, <clears throat> bless his heart. <laughs> he was tough. Okay. He was tough, um, and really like hard to control. Well, he went through the gate, uh, and through the gate, its programs, its encouragement. Um, now he is part. Of, he's at nine oh two as one of our youth volunteers. He's a volunteer. How old is he now? He's uh, nineteen. Okay, nineteen. Uh, he went to Lenoir Community College. Uh, he uh, he's an intern at the gate. Wow. Uh, he also now works with the state. Okay. He got a job. With and we encouraged him. We helped him. We helped him on how to fill out a application and and others too. How you fill out an application, how you present yourself when you go for a job interview, mm-hmm. um, how to how to speak clearly and distinctively in an interview. Um, and so he interviewed with Caswell Center and got the job. Wow! And so he at is nineteen at nineteen, That's and he awesome. is still working with. He's still working with the state, I mean, with the gate as an intern uh, when he's not on duty at Caswell, of course. And we th- we thank uh, Ed Eason at Caswell who's, who helped him, also helped him to to get into the position to, to, to apply for that job. Did he get any special favors? No. He did everything right. And then there are others that have gotten uh, jobs um, like um, – working at uh, Wendy's, but we teach them, this is how you apply for the job. Go for these jobs. Go get you a part-time job. Earn your money. One of the things that we're learning now, and we're working on this, is these kids get a job, but they don't have a car. Yeah. And they and to get a car you have to have, well, you got to have insurance, but to get insurance you have to have a, you have to have a car. So this is one of the things we're working on now. How can we help them uh get transportation and we have someone who is working with uh with the gate now coming he's going to come present us a program on how we can put together uh the a a program to help these kids get to and from work or school at lenore community college yes we have our lenore county transit system 
But if there's one thing, and I, I'm going to interrupt you just for a second, that we have addressed as, and I've been a board member of the United Way more years mm-hmm. than I've not been since I came here 20 years ago, and I'm still on the board. And that's one of the things that we've addressed through the years. We And nothing against Lenore County Transportation, but we need to step it up a notch. You're right. Yeah. Kids need to be able to get to work. People need to be able to get to doctor's appointments. People, yeah. you know, and if there's one thing that I'm kind of disappointed with in Lenore County is that our transportation, our public transportation isn't any better than it is right now. And you're obviously, you're seeing that as an issue too right, for the right. youth in our area to to be able to get to work. You don't want to say, and this is, nothing makes me sadder than being on Heritage Street and seeing somebody walking on the side of Heritage Street in their Wendy's uniform or in their Burger King uniform, yeah. you know what I mean, or yeah. that kind of stuff, and they're having to walk a mile or a mile and a half or whatever to exactly. get to work. Exactly. And so that's that's one of the things we're finding out with the, with these young people um, is that they get the job and they go to work and they work hard, but it's transportation yeah. to and from that and then say you have a, a Lenore Community College student, you know they've graduated from Kinston High School or South Lenore. Now I want you folks to understand that the gate serves the city and the county. Mm-hmm. So we well, you have, said that you have two vans. One, one of them in goes the, the city, and one goes, goes to the county. The, one goes into yeah. the county, and so we have these young people. They get out of high school and they want to go to they want to go to college. Well, they've got to get to Lenore Community College. Yeah. Uh, then say they go to, and, and you've got the transportation system, yes, but suppose that they got their their class times, and there is a fee for that, but yeah. for to drive back to ride back and forth. Okay, you get out of class at ten o'clock. Maybe your next class is not till three o'clock, or you start. You got to go to work at three o'clock. Yeah, they've got to. So they maybe they get back home, but then they've got to go to work. How are they supposed to get there? Yeah, they've got the job. They don't have transportation. We got to work on that. <clears throat> Tangibly, what can we do? Not just the gate. I love this. God, I love this. That's Rick Vernon sitting across from me right now, and we are talking about tangible solutions to helping our youth here in the city. One, one of the one of the uh, there's a gentleman that used to live in Kinston. He's out lives in Texas now, Mister Al Sutton. Uh, he uh, he lived in East Kinston and grew up there, and he's been very successful. Um, but he lives in Texas now, and he comes to Kinston occasionally. Um, he has come up. He's going to be meeting with us soon, <clears throat> and he's come up with a, a presentation that he wants to make to the gate on how we can start a transportation system in this community to help these young people. Wow. Uh, I was going to try to look it up on my phone, but I've got so much gate stuff on there, it's hard <laughs> to pull it out in this yeah. in this moment. Um, but he has been... Uh, uh, from Kinston, uh, an example of becoming a success uh, uh, when it could have gone the other way. Um, he is coming back here regularly, making contributions uh, to, on in ideas. He has really put together this presentation. I've seen the presentation, but we we've got to sit down and put it up, like you say, on the on the whiteboard mm-hmm. and look at it. How can we make this work? on how we can help these young people when they're ready to go off to school locally. Uh, if they go to Lenore Community College, how can we get them there? How can we get them from there to their job and then from their job back home? How can we make this work? And so that's another part that the gate is. At a minimal, into. and yes, at, all that, but at a minimal cost a to min- those to those young people. Absolutely. Yeah. 
uh, and then when they get through with school and they get the big job, you know, then they're on their own. It's like Jonathan. Jonathan has his own truck. He's able mm-hmm. to go and come, but we helped him in the process on how do you buy a truck? Yeah. How do you buy a truck? How do you make payments on your truck? Mm-hmm. How do you do A, B, C, D? How do you do all these things? Your credit rating. How yeah. can you, you know, improve that? Jim, Jim Caps, for example, out at Caps Trailers was a big. He he was on our board. He's on our boys to men board. He was a big help for Jonathan because he gave Jonathan a job to help him get started. One of the good guys him. in our area is yeah. Jim Caps. Yep, help buy yeah. the tr- help buy helped him. Like, look, here's a truck. I'll sell you one of my trucks, mm-hmm. and then others say, so "Okay, awesome. this is how we'll help." And so he's a walking example, and others. On uh, on how they can uh, how their lives have been completely changed, and not only are you know, and, and Jonathan nineteen, he might be twenty. He's not twenty one yet, I don't think. Uh, and I, I just, <laughs> these years go by quick, Rick Vernon. I just saw him the other day, and uh, and what's so cool about Jonathan is when he's at the gate working as an intern, like he he wrote he was big in our boys to men group. He was yeah. what we did when when I was leading boys to men. Because Jonathan showed um, maturity and um, an interest, he was like a supervisor. Mm-hmm. You know, look, look, you you guys manage yourselves. I'm just here as like Uncle Rick mm-hmm. to help you and answer any questions. No, I don't know how to fix that weed eater if it quits, <laughs> but Jonathan did. Wow. Jonathan said, well, we got to do this, this, and this. And then you, you would, I say, you direct them on all right, here you you do the weed eating, you do the hedge trimming. Uh, you take lawnmower one, you take lawnmower two, and you guys cut you cut the grass. And this is that's the way that's the way that they did it. And then he would tell me, well, Mister Rick, you need to go help the guys tr- uh, trimming hedges. Okay, I'll go do that. You go do weed eating. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. And 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 then so what that did was set examples to the other guys, and they would say, well, when do, when can I be a manager? Yeah. Well, when you're mature and improve yourself, let's see what you got. And then you can do it. And then along comes COVID, of course, which. Are we coming out with the gate? Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it sounds like a lot of positive things are happening. and They are. A lot of positive things are happening with the gate. But are Obviously, are we back? We're not back to pre-COVID levels yet, are we? Or are we? We okay. are. Uh, I think we're as close as we've ever been to okay. being back to pre. I, as a matter of fact, I think that the gate will continue to grow to a point where we may have to have two nights, three nights. Um, and one of the things I wanted to tell the community too is, with the city, if the city gives us permission, and we've been to them and talked about it, and we're a matter of fact, this coming Tuesday, we we, we will be at the city council meeting because we, we we're going to have the building wrapped. Okay, uh, hey, explain it. You had told me a little bit about that before yeah. we went live here, but uh, what do you mean by wrapped? Okay, wrapping is a th- it's a three M product, and um, um, Brian. Uh, Potter is going to do that for us. Um, Brandon, Brandon Potter. Potter Brandon, Brandon Potter. Potter. Okay. We're talking about <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian Hanks. Brian. But yeah, Brandon Potter. Uh, Brandon Potter is going to help us with that. Okay. Uh, a wrap is a 3M product that you put on the building. Instead of painting on the building a picture, We th- this way we can design exactly what we want. And in this, it's got pictures of kids, 
It's got pictures of uh, uh, volunteers. It's just all kind. Of, it's like a uh, what do you call it? A montage of yeah, like a mural. Sort a mu- of. It's a, it is a mural okay. that will go all the way down the side of that building. I've uh, seen them do this with vehicles before, where they'll yeah. put a wrap around. Yeah. A, in fact, if you watch NASCAR at all, that's what how NASCAR they don't paint NASCAR cars anymore. It's basically a ramp that they put around the car. So that's, so that's what I'm sort of comparing it to. Is that so, what it so, would... so the, the building will be wrapped, and it shows in it what the gate is all about. Okay. And then uh, on the front of the building facing the north, which is Gordon Street, um, that will be a very colorful thing about love. Mm-hmm. But the thing that impresses me the most is down that side on McElwain Street, you see in this in this mural what we do. Yeah. And all about it. And it shows a little kid praying. Um, now, we, we're not putting our kids on there. Of course you not. Can't of course not. Yeah. You can't yeah. do that. You can't do that. Some people say, well, why can't you put our kids on there? You can't. Yeah. Because One thing is because if you put one kid, when that kid grows up and the gate's still going, well, can you put my kid up there? Yeah. So you basically... So how long does this last, this ramp last? Is it something At that... At least a minimum of 10 years. Wow. So they wrap, they wrap the, the... When people come by that corner of Gordon and McElwain, the, the, right now it's just a white building with an awning that says... The gate. The gate of yeah. Lenore County. Yeah. And then people just... They, they may ride by and don't pay any attention. When they see this... It's going to draw their eyes gonna, to it, People it? will go on McElwain Street... They will take the trip. Yeah. They they will tour downtown Kinston just to go by and say, I've got to see what they've done to that building. That's awesome. If city council approves this, how soon is it up? Because I can't wait to see. You've right, got me fired up about right it. Right away. Or I mean, they're going to start working on it. And here's the thing. We need to do the And this will cost the city zero dollars. Wow. Zero dollars. The... the uh, Brandon is ready to start probably... In first of April, okay, because you want to do it in the warm weather. You don't want to wait till it's hot, hot. Now, how this works is they they put it on. They comes in in um, panels, and Lenore Community College just had it done in the gym. I don't okay. know if you've been in the gym lately. I just was there for the adult spelling bee, but I don't. If you walk down the halls around the gym. Yes. I know I did. Yeah. And it's got the players, and mm-hmm. it's got this mural. That That's the same process. So you put it up against the building, and then they use heat for yeah. it to – it just soaks into the brick, into the grooves of the brick. And then they come back with this um, – coating that protects it from yeah. the weather the sun the heat the rain the the the, the hail the whatever might come the hurricanes the, the hurricanes <laughs> uh protects it against graffiti yeah. uh so that it if it you know somebody does come along and try that it's it can be cleaned off that's awesome and then another thing is if something bad did happen you can replace a panel Okay. Uh, so it is a really neat process. So we're wanting to wrap that building. It's called wrapping. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought that meant you were going to be out there spitting some rhymes. Well, some of the kids could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Vernon. Yes, sir. Have we, man, we've used up the time. How crazy is this? It's now crazy. I owe you eight minutes though. Okay. Yeah. I want my eight minutes. <laughs> you want your eight minutes back. <laughs> Rick, dude, you're the best, man. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming in this morning. And and this was, a, I love this, an extensive update on the gate. Yeah. Real quick, if people want to help, how the, how can they do that? If they want to, if you've got a sponsor would like, hey, I'd like to give $500 to help, how can they do that? They can, they can just go to the gate website. 
Okay. Go to the gate website or call the gate, and I don't have the number. Don't worry but about it. Just Google phone. it. Yeah, Google, Google the gate. Yeah. yeah. Go to it. the Facebook page. That's another way. To and do that's it. I'm a, I'm a member of that, or I follow that. So that's awesome. Rick Vernon, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Brian Hanks. Thank you to Mark Panicelli in our first hour. Uncle Rick Vernon here in our second hour. Have a great, great weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.